Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. So every week we put out multiple episodes to help you on your jiu-jitsu journey. Now, it's a privilege for us to be in this position, but we want to ask one thing from you. And this is a very small gesture on your part, but it means the world to us. Simply hit the follow or subscribe button on whichever platform you enjoy this podcast on. It means the world to us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. I'm JT and I'm here with the natural Joey. How you guys doing? Shout out to my Natty King brothers, Caden Tyrell Tolo, Levi Leary Jones. There's plenty of others. <laughs> Mikey and Musa. sisters. Mikey, Mikey Musumechi. Mikey, I don't believe it. It's oh, done. you think Mikey? No. <laughs> of course he is. Just <laughs> um, to the gills, anyone that looks like that. <laughs> How can he get so vascular? My friends, we are getting you in because we are talking today that knee braces are a scam. Now, I don't know about you, Joe. Now, it might have been that I have just been having this conversation and my phone was in my pocket. And then suddenly Instagram's oh, yeah. like, yo, did you say knee brace? Knee brace, knee brace, knee brace. Like the, the amount of ads I've had in my Instagram feed. And the reason why I want to say this is because for a lot of people out there, wearing a knee brace is almost like an excuse to not get their knee sorted. Now, you could apply this to any kind of a crutch. Now, some people might say, oh, yeah, but there's a necessary place for it in the rehab process. But I would say this. If you do not have a good stable knee, as in like you can't do a squat or do a lunge or walk up and down stairs without acute pain, you shouldn't be putting a knee brace on and going to jujitsu. That's what I'm going to say right now. Yeah, What's I your agree. take on it, Joe? Agree. Like it's it's one of those things. Is man, there any more to say? No, but I think this is <laughs> the difficulty is there's a whole freaking industry based around. You might be listening to this right now, but yeah, I got my I got my trusty anaconda knee brace. I mean, before that I had knee pain, but I didn't do anything to strengthen it. I just strapped this bad boy on, I'm good to go. Like there's a lot of things out there, my friends, that are uh, kind of accepted. Because it's like, oh, yeah, my physio gave me this thing that I should put on. Now, I'm going to suggest an alternative. Wait, before we just wrap it all up, can we just, just – ex- <laughs> let's, let's go piece by piece on this bitch. <laughs> hey, man, you're the one who jumped to the – We're finish. like two minutes in and you're like, let me just wrap this up for you guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just wanted to suggest an alternative because I'm not- – Well, let's, let's discuss. So Knee injury. You, the algorithm knows that if you train jiu-jitsu, you're probably going to have sore knees. It's pretty smart about that, isn't it? And I've been served these same ads repeatedly. For I think Anaconda's the brand, right? Yeah. Now, disclaimer from me is I've never tried the product. Right. So I can't, I can't say definitively if I think it's a hoax. However, I can talk about braces generally, right? Right. But um, I, I haven't used that specific product, but I've used a similar. Uh, yeah. And so what's the deal there? Why, why are people strapping these things on? So I mean, this, we know why knees are getting f***ed up, right? We, we all do. play the game. Yeah. Why are, people, why are people putting these things on their legs? There's two things that the reason why people put it on and feel like, oh, this makes me feel safer. One is there's a compressive element. So it makes the knee feel tight and 
in some way protected. Whereas usually that's our connective tissues and our muscles making the joint feel secure. The other thing is too, it warms up the knee. You know, like it gets blood flow to the joint where it wouldn't necessarily normally be because joints, but part of the reason why it takes forever to heal is they just don't get blood flow. Muscles get blood flow, joints do not. So there is a good reason why you put it on and within a couple of minutes you're like, yeah, knee feels a bit better. It's warmer, it's compressed, it feels safe. Like a nice warm hug for the yeah, knee. Yeah, it is. It's just yeah. like, oh, embrace. But it's actually an illusion and I actually got this from my friend Teresa. She's like, the reason why it's uh, a bit of an illusion is it, it tricks you into being like, I'm good to go now. And you're like, well, I've got the knee brace to protect me. But these rubber and latex and like different amounts of elastic fabrics that are in it, it moves around. It doesn't stay put. We're not talking about the calibrated steel kind of fixed range of motion locked onto your leg so you can't move. We're talking about the slide-on kind of soft daddy that you just kind of keep in your – Yeah. The problem with this – Designed is, to train with versus the – that that other knee brace is like, hey, you're, yeah, you're in bed for six months. Don't don't do this. Yeah, six yeah. weeks rather. Um, I got to wear one of those when I came back from knee surgery. By the way, it wasn't that fun. But yeah, go on. Yeah, so it, you didn't feel like shooting a blast double on somebody with that bad boy on. I'm impervious to further injury here. <laughs> Robocop, yeah. basically. Yeah, no, that shit sucks. It discourages you. That's the idea. Whereas the problem is with this type of knee brace, it encourages you to get into it, but. Here's the thing it does not do. It doesn't stay fixed to the area and it slides around. You know how it is. Like you get warm. Even you think about your gi, your rashi, whatever you're wearing, you start to get warm. You start to sweat. You're grappling. Someone grabs your leg, slides down. You know, like it's not actually going to stay there and do the job of supporting your knee. It just gives you the illusion that your knee's taken care of. This so, is a problem. Right. So the, the things you mentioned there were like blood flow, compression, you know, warmth. Um, th- they're good things, right? Yes. Like you've got to say like, okay, it's benefit to having a bit of that. Sure. And, you know, I've, I've, I've used a similar thing, like whatever, like the neoprene ones. Yeah. yeah you know, and you're like, damn, this feels nice. Yeah. I use it a lot, you know, when I was coming back from knee surgery. So, so I, I guess I want to make clear to the listeners that, that those things we're not saying are bad. Like those things are great. But the problem is, let's say the brace was staying in place. Even if it was, you know, you just mentioned then they they tend to slide around. But say it stayed in place. Do you think then it would be a good idea? No, because this is what I was going to say. If you're struggling to just um, completely extend your knee or completely flex your knee because you've either got ligament damage or tears in your meniscus or beside us or whatever your problem is, right? Take, your, take your pick, Jiu-Jitsu fam. <laughs> just, Lucky dip. Yeah, it's just the – Oh, I got LCL. Oh, the smorgasbord <laughs> board of injury. Fuck. You know, there's so much stuff that can go wrong with the knees, right? And, I, you know, I've had pretty much all of them myself other than I've never completely ruptured my ACL. Joey's got us covered on Fucking that one. Fucking pussy this gun. Yeah, haven't tried hard enough really. But this is what I wanted to say. It is an illusion in the same way, you know, they market – anti-inflammatories or they market painkillers don't stop doing this thing that's causing your headache just take a pill yeah don't reduce the things that are making you inflamed just take a pill it is very similar in you put it on you're like oh i'm good now you're not the structural integrity of your knee your knee is still fucked your your meniscus is still fucked it just feels good enough to get going the problem is you're then going to go and commit actions which may cause further damage 
that is the problem. Yeah, That's but my game is fucking inverted 50-50, bro, <laughs> and I'm looking for that gunfight. So, <laughs> I you want know, that. My knee just has to adapt. Yeah, no, no ligaments, <laughs> no problems. So there's a, there's a flip side to this. Taping your knee done correctly is far better than having a knee brace. Why? This is why. If you have your knee strapped by someone who knows what they're doing using rigid tape – you can actually limit the range on the knee, even though when you the body heats up and you start to sweat, provided the tape's done well, it'll stay put. It gives you proprioceptive feedback on the skin. So when you go to move your knee to a range maybe it shouldn't go, it pulls on your skin. You go, oh, hang on, I, I shouldn't do that. So it's a reminder that, oh, I, do, I don't go there, right? Actually, it's a funny thing, uh, Stanley, shout out to my man, Stanley Huang. Um, Stan used to put... Stan used to train here with us, didn't he? No, 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 no. Stan, Stan is an OG from uh, Absolute okay. CBD Gym. Right on. Funny guy, crazy guy. I love him. He used to put... Take ta- a wild guess, Chinese guy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Right yes, on. indeed. He used to put tape on bits of his gi where he was injured. So he would put... <laughs> he would put an X. That's so fucking he, smart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, this is the bad knee. He'd put an X on the gi to communicate, hey, man... Don't knee bar me here. That's a fucking tip from the top right there. <laughs> yeah, I think he – I don't know if he's black belt now. Last time I saw him, he was brown belt. Dude, the problem was his gi had tape all over it. <laughs> like this elbow, yeah. X, no. This, this shoulder, X, no. He should so, invert the process, the protocol and just put the tape on the good joints. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a circle, green light. Yeah. Attack this arm. So it got to a point where there was only so much of the gi you could – Attack. But it's just because you couldn't see where his injuries were and he wanted to be like a good training partner and let you know where you could attack him. Right. It was amazing. Anyway. On that point, so, yeah, okay, you get that proprioceptive feedback. I, I guess I guess what I'm thinking is like if I boil this down, the problem as I see it is that people will have an issue, which is they're in pain, they've injured something, and that's, you know, when you're in pain, that's your body telling you that something is wrong and that – you know, it's it's that feather brick truck. You heard that one? <laughs> yes. Like universe throws a feather at you first and yeah. then if you don't sort of pick up on that, then it throws a brick, brick. at you and then if you don't act on that, the truck, the truck is coming. <laughs> yeah, so it's like – so but Moses was like, oh, no, nah, it's pretty good, you know. Knee's pretty good. And so basically you're waiting for the brick to come and hit you in the head and that is often the time when someone will turn to, oh, how can I keep training? Oh, I'll, I'll use that knee brace. And that's the problem as I see it because – Folks are ignoring the core issue yep. and using this thing as a way to just mask it, like the anti inflammatory Exactly. Yeah. Whereas I am going to say for someone like if, you've come in, if you're coming back from a rehab process mm. and you're like pretty good yep. and it just helps you, gives you a little bit of extra confidence to have that thing on your knee when you're rolling, it's not actually really doing much besides maybe giving you some kind of comfort. But I just think that's a that's a problem. Well, that's I, like a I think, lie you're being sold on that it, it, you could that that's no, where you but could bring a, yourself undone there. Where, but there's but there's a point, right? And I can say having gone through it, whereby you're good, like structurally you're good, all the tissues are intact, but you're still lacking confidence and you're still a bit scared. Sure. And so in that time, it's like, hey, well, if this thing helps you sort of build up some of that confidence again, structurally you're sound, like you've passed all the tests. Sure. Good to go back into the fire. I think that that you know makes sense. But if it's like, no, structurally you're not good, I think putting the thing on at that point is – that's the lie. That's the problem. I think a lot of people don't know. So you, you'd had surgery. You'd had MRIs. You know, you, you knew. Yeah, but I, and, also and had, for, I also had the advice of 
physios and EPs, right, of who course. are like, hey, now it's time. And I'm like, what, what, what do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, if it feels good for you, you know, chuck it on. Well, I guess I'm probably speaking more to those of our uh, jiu-jitsu fam who are like, yeah, hey, I've got that knee, i got that bad knee. Yeah, they probably I mean, haven't had the catastrophic like surgery thing, but they're like, i got a sore knee. And they're like, I'll put the brace on, the brace has got me. Yeah. You know? And then th- this is the thing I find uh, diff- difficult because I've had any number of injuries, but I've gone through the rehab process and I'm now at a point where – still have a really high level of function even though I've had different amounts of injuries because I've gone through that process correctly and I've got the joint back to pretty much full range of motion almost and strong and stable, right? Most people don't follow that process. And rehab guard. Yeah, it's one of those things, right, that I believe the brace people substitute that. They're like, oh, I don't need to rehab. I'll just – I just wear this knee brace. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. You know, someone's telling you five years, you've known them forever. You're like, how you going? Yeah, I got that dicky knee thing. Mate, sort it out. Yeah. Like you, you have to do something about it, right? So part of the reason why I'm so anti-knee brace is it's from my own perspective, you know, just my my take on it because I want you guys to save money and not get scammed. Which and, is, and also fix your knees. Fix your knee. Strong. Yeah, man. One – I don't want you guys to get ripped off. Two, I don't want you to keep persevering through symptoms, which are bricks, letting you know the truck's coming, and then get hit by the truck. Yeah. So stick with that analogy. And then the second thing on that is you, I'm not saying you can't train when your knee isn't 100%, but having your knee taped is so much like so far superior to just putting that on. But most people are like, oh, I don't want to show up early and like – strap my knee up and or most people don't know how right it's yeah. a skill thing. you usually got to go and see a physio get a get a session and get they can show you how you. to do it yeah versus i just order this thing online and here it comes and let's go. go there's an opportunity right anytime you cop an injury isn't there yeah Where, like you got something sore like man that's an opportunity to bulletproof or to strengthen your body so that I don't show people familiar with this concept of anti-fragile, which I think was coined by that fucking author. I can't remember his Talib. name. Nassim Taleb. Nassim Taleb. Yeah, but, correct. But, but Taleb. Yeah, but the idea is that something cops damage, yep. and anti-fragile would describe the thing comes back from that damage, not just to its former capacity, but beyond fortified. Yeah. So it, it cops damage, i.e., fails, and then it comes back stronger as a result. And this is like this kind of growth piece. And I think that, of course, if you just keep copping injuries to certain joints, those joints are going to carry a little scar of that injury. But you as a whole can come back better. Like every time you get injured, it's an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself, learn more about how to maintain the body, learn more about how to make smarter choices in your training. And that on a whole, as I see you as an individual, means you are now anti-fragile in that moment because you've fucking got damaged and now you've come back stronger, right? Yeah. And so I think that it's really important we see like those – those little niggles, the feather, or even if it's the brick, it's like, hey, learn what you need to do with this thing. Because even with the taping, you might get motherfuckers that tape. Oh, every, dude. And be like, I'm oh, i got to tape every day before I train. You're like, brah. <laughs> it's something you might do for a uh, couple of months, a couple of weeks, couple of, yeah, but it's not a lifelong no. thing, is it? No, and I think this is the difficulty. Like, uh, So just an example, uh, first gym I ever worked at, there was this one guy, uh, just like an 80s dude, this is in kind of 2001, 2002, first working in the gym. He had footy shorts. He was like a dad, super pale, like dad receding hairline, hairy shoulders. He was in every aerobics class. 
he had like a just a bond singlet on, but you couldn't go near him because he smothered himself in deep heat. Fuck yeah, bro! Like you would if you went within or his, Denka rub for Denk, the OGs. Yeah, Denka rub. So if you went within <laughs> the yeah. sphere of menthol, you'd cry. Yeah, and so he would always he'd be in the corner doing step aerobics or yeah. pump or whatever it was, yeah. and you could see all the women would just give him a. A radius. Yeah. Because it was Fucking such te- elevated testosterone levels. <laughs> Man, it was crazy because that was I, I one time asked him, I kind of was like, oh, what's going on? He's like, it's a warm-up. Did he just fucking bite at you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, he was actually <laughs> he was actually much it. more uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was like much more he was much more personable than I thought because he was so antisocial with the way he did a rope. He was yeah. so hardcore, like a terminator. But he was in the change room just coating himself in this lathering up in this cream yeah and i was like why do you do that he's like it's a warm-up it's a chemical warm-up it stimulates blood flow to all my joints so that way i don't have to spend time warming up and i was like could have just done 10 squats 10 push-ups sure you know like a few stretches something (laughs) take a short jog around the street instead he's getting skin cancer (laughs) no i don't know i it's just one of those i actually ran into a fella yesterday shout out uh danny cully Morning coffee down at the local cafe and uh, there's a fellow there, Daniel, I run into every now and again. He grapples locally. Cool. He listens to the show. Nice shout out. And uh, yeah, bro. And um, yeah, we had a little catch up. And, but I'm sure, and he'll correct me next time, but I'm sure I'm like, I get a whiff of that Denka rub. Yeah. I'm like, man. yeah. <laughs> my, man, my man's the middle-aged dad grappler right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yeah, so- I'll give a story of um, someone that I – this is a conversation I had with a fellow grappler, a brown belt, uh, sometime this year, who trains pretty hard. He's really, really good jiu-jitsu, this fella. Um, very hard to tap, won't tap, mm. won't tap to shit. He's the kind of guy that you'll be like deep on a heel hook. You'll be like, Fuck, I'm pretty sure like the knee is pulling apart right now and he's just too busy looking for the counter heel hook on you. Right. You know, and he might get it. But, but you might be like, bro, I think you just paid a price to he'll tap eat me. the damage to get yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, um, each to their own. But he came to me before class one day and he was like, man, I, I saw, I think he'd seen, I put something out on the Instagram about knees and he's like, man, I, fucking, I, I saw your thing the other day. Like, what do you think, man? I got like sore knees, like my knees get sore, you know. And uh, he's like, what should I do? And I said, you, you doing some strength training? And he said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not. And I said, bro, start with that. Like mm. squatting, some deadlifting, once, twice a week. He's like, no, nah, I don't have time for that. What else can I do? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want me to tell you, bro? It's yeah. like you got bad teeth. And I'm like, bro, brush your teeth. Yeah. Twice a day, every day. <laughs> nah, 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 I can't do that. Too busy. Like, okay. <laughs> Diet Coke? Yeah, yeah. It's just like. And so that's, I think, what we're pushing up against is that folks are like, yeah, 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 I get that. But I still got the sore knee and I'm not going to the gym. How do I fix it? <laughs> How like, do I not take your advice? Yeah. Any like, other advice? That's right. You got you to gotta fucking do something about it. Look, I'm going to say right now, knee braces are the same as uh, massage guns, right? They are a fucking scam. Why? JT with the harsh words. You're going to pay money for something that isn't helping you and you will only use a very limited amount of times and then it's just going to be in your training bag gathering staff. Like, just don't do it. Like, Joey and I are totally on the same page as we established within the first 30 seconds of this podcast. But, you know, having, we're about to wrap it up. Having, <laughs> having gone the journey, 
if you've got a bad knee and you're not sure, sure, it's pretty easy to just hit 30 bucks on the internet for a knee brace or something, right? But the investment, which is what it is, to actually find out the nature of the problem. And, you know, I'm not trying to catastrophize it. You might go to the physio and they go, oh, actually, it's only like a, a sprain or you've just got like a minor tear. Then it's like, oh, that's really good information to have because now you're empowered, you can take some action. Yeah, they're like, keep training, you're good. Yeah, go with it. So at least then you know. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're not kind of – it's like many things. Joe told me this this phrase – I think we talk about white goods or something, which was like <laughs> buy some middle aged shit. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, should I get the Fisher and Pike? Or- <laughs> no, it's um, buy once, cry once. Oh yeah, talking about quality, right? Tools. Yeah, right. Tools. Yeah, buying tools, carpentry tools, building tools. Always buy once, cry once. Yeah, that's right. I think anything, right? Like technology based, whatever it might be. If it's instead of spending, you know, a hundred bucks five times over however many years, spend the three hundred bucks and get the thing that's going to last as long as it needs to last. Yeah, this is the same. Having the mentality of buying a knee brace is a cheap mentality. It's a it's a short term mentality. It's a stopgap measure. You know, just getting something that gets rid of the symptom doesn't address the problem so as much as i don't want you to waste your money i also want you to think about like what is the nature of the thing let's find out what is wrong with my knees so you can actually start to take action to fix it here's not a counterpoint but just something to consider when i was uh living my best life as a 23 year old man living in whistler snowboarding canada just invading those canadians yeah bro i was like (laughs) there was about two canadians in the town and maybe one american the rest were aussies Aussies. yeah (laughs) well okay just like i don't want to fucking talk to this guy um (laughs) i hurt my knee there i remember came off a snowboard hurt my knee went to a physio physio's like yeah yeah got a bit of a thing but it's not a big deal um here wear this knee brace and they sold me it was just a neoprene knee, ba- knee brace sure. now the blue one yep or the black on the inside yeah of course and it had like some kind of rigid sort of plastic hard stuff that was sewn yep. into it down, down the, the side yeah, yeah a couple of ribs to stop the natural and uh you know whatever it was great right because it's fucking cold and sheep put it on I'm like oh yeah like it gave me all those things sturdy yep and whatever knee was good that knee brace still lives in my drawer <laughs> next to my ear guards. They never die. Next to – I got a pair of knee pads. Do you still have your rollerblading fucking <laughs> wrist protectors from like year 10? No, nah, never, never had those. Though my, my, my auntie did make me some and I'm like, I don't want to look like a Poindexter. So she <laughs> sewed me some – this is for skateboarding. So she sewed me um, – they, they were knee pads from white denim. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I could just like pull on. Over the jeans? They just come down. So I'm like – and I always look, also look like a poindexter, so I didn't use them. At, um, so anyway, over the years, all of that stuff, I've got like this little kind of treasure trove of yeah. protective gear. Right. And I've only ever bought it once. The, right. the ear guards are made by Brute. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the knee brace is from Tensor. It's probably like a French brand, uh, Canadian brand or French Canadian sure. maybe because I remember the physio clinic were like uh, from Quebec. Anyways, I have worn those things for short periods of time here and there like I've worn the knee one, say, when I've ripped skin off my knee. Oh, sure. Maybe I've cut my knee, like I've grazed it in training. Yeah. So then I'll put like – I'll put a Band-Aid and tape it up and then I'll put the knee brace on so it keeps the Band-Aid on. Yeah. You know, like there's all these kind of alternative uses and I've actually – like it has actually been a handy thing to have. Sure. But I've not really used it to protect my knee. Like, <laughs> you know, so I'm just saying there is there is uh, alternative uses for some of this shit. Oh. You let, know? let me let me speak to that real quickly. Shout out to my boy, 
Big Ryan from uh, Resilience Judo um, under Dan Kelly. Resilience, Damn. my man. <laughs> Resilience. So he was an ex-power lifter, speaking of knee braces that work. And one time I came into training to do judo. So Big Ryan had done powerlifting and rugby and decided he was going to do judo to lower the impact of, on his body. This is a huge human. <laughs> this is a guy who weighs probably 130, 140. He's six foot four. That's kilogram. How did you not turn that shit into pounds? Yeah, sorry, you know, sorry my, boys. Oh, this is in America. That's right. Let's say 300 pounds, my friends. <laughs> 340 pounds maybe. And he was struggling. I'm like, what's going on over here? Because he, he was just sitting there in his bloody his underwear basically. He's a big boy. And he was pulling on knee sleeves from powerlifting. We're talking like the super tight, half inch thick. <clears throat> like, like you ne- usually need someone to help you. If, yeah. If if you powerlifting, you either have someone strap your knees or you have really stiff knee sleeves. And I was like, Ryan, what's going on here? And he's like, Mate, these are only things that work. Those bloody elastic, they're bullshit. These I can barely when I put these on, I can barely even bend my knees. They're perfect. <laughs> I was like, Are you serious? So he put on powerlifting knee sleeves. And then put his like gi pants on over the top of that. Mm. And yeah, he's like, I can barely kneel or squat, but my knees feel safe. My guard is non-existent. <laughs> yeah. No one's playing guard. So it was like, those are knee, those are some knee braces that fucking work. So there's a little life hack there from powerlifting. So here's here's the challenge. Here's what we need to do: get someone to put those on, and then put them in an outside or an inside heel hook, and just see, like, see if they work. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just test, test against. Leg I mean, do you think that something like that to that degree would actually stop? It doesn't certain stop forces it. traveling through the knee, like a mm. like when a takedown goes wrong and the knee gets twisted. It doesn't stop rotation, right? You know what I mean. And I think this is the misunderstanding. Oh, I've got a knee problem. I better just stop what's going on with my knee. Well, you're probably going to then get an ankle problem or a hip problem. Like typically, knee problems are. Uh, a byproduct of your hip not moving correctly and therefore the knee suffers. Yeah. Like good friend of mine back in the day, he hurt his hurt his elbow. So he then put his arm in his belt so he couldn't use the arm and then fell and uh, on his neck and, and kind of herniated two discs in his neck. Mm. It's one of those things that like we don't address the r- original problem and then end up with greater problems Different as a problems. result. It's just the idea of just – oh, I'm not going to do the work to address my problems. This is a very limited mentality that can lead us down the, the path to personal destruction. There it is, fam. Don't destroy yourself. Hey, can I give a shout-out real quick to our boy Justin from oh, Jersey? Yeah. Do it. Uh, Cash43 Cash. on the Instagram. Avid follower of the program. Been a part of the crew for a long time. We've had a lot of great conversations. He's a good man and he just got his purple belt and we wanted to say congratulations, brother. Well done. You. Purple belt is a special one. I, I was thinking because like you mentioned to me and I thought, yeah, it's a good point. You generally, you're a lifer. Yeah. Like generally, if you get your purple belt, you're probably going to make it to black belt. Yeah. So well done. Shout out. Awesome. Um, thanks for listening, fam. Catch you next week. Thanks, guys.